0: Do you have ears? Well, make sure they're wide open so you can hear the hidden sound in this episode. <laughs> Grow Your Mind podcast.
1: Welcome back to the Grow Your Mind podcast a show where kids teach kids how to take care of their mental health and learn ways to be resilient. To get the most out of all the episodes in Season 3, download your podcast journal along with your free colouring sheets at growyourmind.life. Now let's get started.
0: Um, Being
1: generous to me means, like, if someone, like, lends me something, but, like, they, like, trust me that, like, I'm going to take good care of it. Being generous means giving someone something that they didn't think they needed, but they actually did. I think it means just being kind to
0: everyone and helping... Hi, I'm Ondine and I'm the host of this show. From what the kids were saying, could you work out what this episode is all about? Yep, it's about assuming the best in people. We're going to call it Generous Assumptions. But before we go on, if you've got your podcast journal handy, find the questions in there that are titled Take It to the Experts and turn to a fellow classmate, a family member or ask yourself those questions. Ready, we'll press pause now. Excellent, hope you got some very interesting answers. In each episode of this series, we're shining the spotlight on one part of the brain. And the star of this episode
1: is... Well, hello. Representing your reticular activating system is the sifting sooty here, who's a master at focusing and tapping into your senses. I'm the star of the show this week because if you use me wisely I can help you to train your ability to assume the best in people. Need an example? Picture this. Two friends are whispering and laughing. Your heart starts to race. You suddenly feel sad or uncomfortable. You feel like crying, sulking or finding someone to whisper things with too. Without my help you would have decided to end your friendship in about three seconds flat. But this is where I step in and remind you to concentrate and name something you can touch, taste, smell, see, and hear. And naturally, you do that straight away because you're very wise to the world of grow your mind and making good choices. And bada boom, <coughs> your focus is now on something else, like your work or that delicious snack you're going to make. Or hang on. Suddenly, you notice the teacher walking up ahead has a rip in his pants and a ha moment happens. That's what your friends were laughing at all along. See, I sharpen your senses so you can clearly focus on what is actually happening, not the story you're creating in your mind. And to really help us assume the best, I'm going to need the following character strengths, please. Social intelligence, curiosity and generosity. Ooh! Wait a moment. It says here, press pause now and write down those three words in your journal. That was social intelligence, curiosity and generosity. Because you're going to need them later in the show. So rude. They don't
0: even care about my feelings. They can't even say hello. Such jerks. Hey, what's up? None of your business. Oh, you're kind of making it my business, muttering about jerks and all. Just back off and leave me alone. Despite your rudeness, I'm going to try really hard right now and make a very generous assumption. A what? A generous assumption. It means I'm going to assume the best. Oh yeah? Like what? That you're angry, hurt and upset about someone else and it has nothing to do with me. But I've caught you at a moment where you're taking that anger out on me. Am I right? Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry, but... Remember to keep that apology butt free. Remember they talked about that in episode two? Try again. I'm sorry for being rude and taking my anger out on you. Hey, thanks. Just wondering, would you like to talk about it or shall I leave you alone? Well, I'd like to know a bit more about that generous assumption thing. Like, how do you do it? I mean... Zoe and Marlowe just walked past and they didn't even say hello. Now I'm muttering about something being embarrassing when they looked at me. How do I make a generous assumption for that? Yeah, I probably should point out the difference. Sometimes people are mean on purpose. <coughs> and when that happens, you need to let them know that it's not okay. So, did you speak up? Did you ask them why they didn't even say hello? I'm not brave enough for that. Quiet down now, Bert. Bert, my name's Marcel. Yeah, I know. I was actually talking to your pesky, self-limiting shark thoughts. And I call it Bert because that's the name I give mine. Feel free to change the name. But trust me, naming them works a treat. Ooh, fun. I might call mine Evangelista. Evangel what now? Yeah, he was a horrible character in a book I read. Let me try it out. Quieten down, evangelista. Evangelista it is. Whatever works for you. Now, back to generous assumptions. Here's what I do when I think there might be a misunderstanding. Step one Take a breath. Ask yourself if there's another way to look at the situation. So, like, maybe it wasn't me that was embarrassing, and maybe they were talking about something else? Sure, that's a good start. Step two. Know your boundaries and be clear about them. For me, that will probably be that friends should say hello to each other and whispering makes me feel uncomfortable. Now for step three, and this can be a hard one. You have to imagine people are doing the best they can. This takes practice, but if you go around always thinking everyone's being mean on purpose and doing the wrong thing, it's going to be exhausting and make life tough. Those tips sound tough really be that bad if I just assumed the worst and protected myself instead? You know what? That's a question
1: for the star of the show. Who, me? You're sifting sooty? That does sound a bit like a choose-your-own-adventure, doesn't it? Assume the best and this happens, or assume the worst and that happens. And listeners, you're right. In this story, you get to choose the ending. Let me set the scene. This is a high-stakes tale about two friends who made grand plans to trade some rare Pokemon cards. But alas, when Tina got to school with her cards, Robinson had already made the trade. With someone else. Let's begin. Tina arrived at school that morning in the best mood imaginable. Today was the day she would trade her ultra-rare Shining Magikarp Pokemon card. She and her best mate Robinson had made an agreement the day before. But when Tina arrived at school, Robinson had already done the deal. It appeared Tina wasn't the only one who had rare cards to trade. Listeners, here's where you get to decide. Choose path one if you want to assume the worst and you think Robinson is an untrustworthy friend. Or choose path two to harness those three strengths and uncover a different story. To access each of the paths, go back to where you press play for this episode and choose either path one or path two.